Welcome back to Widehorn. Welcome back, you beautiful people, to another fantastic day of Widehorn podcasting. Alec, great to see you over there on the West Coast. How are you doing today? Fantastic. It's hump day. For those that don't know, we record on, on hump day. It's Wednesday. Had a great weekend. From those that may have listened last week, went to Splash House up in Palm Springs. Great little music festival. Definitely splishing and splashing around in the pool. Dylan, how about you? How was your day? How was your weekend? Fill us in. We got hit with that storm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Andre, Heinrich, whatever. I call it Henry. This Henry. The, the American, the good old fashioned American. Some bullshit little like <laughs> European name out of this thing. Like they tried to make it all inclusive and shit. I hated it, but whatever. Nope. So, Hurricane, Tropical Storm, whatever you want to call it, Henry came. It was not that overwhelming or, or that intense. So, I got to give credit where credit's due to the people that were like, this is a bullshit little storm that's going to pass because they were absolutely spot on. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, weathered the storm, kind of shitty, but you know what? Made the most of it, spent some nice. time with family. So it was all good. But listen, today, for all you beautiful people tuning in, our topic of this episode is going to be momentum. Yes. It's going to be momentum. And what does that mean? Well, it can mean a lot of things, but mm -hmm. we're going to go and explore a couple of the different places where we think momentum mm -hmm. builds and produces a result that we fucking like, okay? Because yeah, momen yeah. momentum really is everything in life. And so I like Exactly. And so I would like to start out with this whole momentum train mm -hmm. with one particular area. And sure. that is momentum in social life. Go. Okay. So you're asking me how does one pick up momentum in social life? Or would I like would it be better for me to provide an example of where I have experienced momentum in my social life what do you think yeah yeah so let's say that you're having a hard time making friends or you're sure. you're, you're hitting a little bit of a dating you okay. know rut okay sure H how do you think momentum can come in and kind of help you out do you believe that momentum is is a facet or a, yeah. a big part of that like give me your thoughts on that area. i think momentum and like the law of attraction are things that go hand in hand right you know so for those that don't know the law of attraction it's like you put out like what you put out is what you get so, I mean, if you're putting out positive energy, you're probably going to get positive results back. If you're putting out negative, shitty energy, you're probably going to get that back as well, too. So I think when we talk about social circumstances, um, you know, or whether it's dating or whether it's meeting people, whatever, whatever it might be in social settings, um, it's kind of like one of those things, in my opinion, when, when it rains, it pours, right? Yeah. So you meet one friend, you have a great conversation, you're you're riding that high, you're very positive, you're very optimistic. That's going to trickle into your next conversation, whether mm -hmm. that's with a stranger, an acquaintance, somebody you kind of know or may, might know through somebody. Um, but I think it definitely builds and picks up off of one another, almost like stacking bricks on top of one another to build a house. You sure. need that foundation in order to get that momentum to build upwards. Uh, wow, it's a pretty good analogy. Wow, good that's job, Alec. Good. Thanks, Alec. <clears throat> um, but yeah, no, I think that's probably where my head starts to go. I, what about you? It's kind of a tough question, to be quite honest. Um, how do you think momentum picks up in, in social circumstances? For sure. So we talked about making friends last week, and I think that that's it's a good opportunity for us to kind of explore that in a little bit of a different way, the start mm -hmm. of, of this episode. And it's like, yeah. you know, we talked about meeting friends and you know, sometimes you're, you're feeling it and you're, mm -hmm. you're talkative, you're introducing yourself, whatever. Um, and if we break that out and we think into a broader term of just like momentum, it's mm -hmm. like, 
you're not going to, every person that you meet is not going to be your best friend. You're not going to yeah. meet new best friends every day. Uh, it's like anything else. So the, the fact of putting yourself out there and repeatedly trying over and over again and giving yourself an opportunity to succeed, um, knowing that the, the fraction of success is so small and the margin of error is really high that mm -hmm. it's like, you know, over time, if you keep putting in those inputs and you keep taking action, right? That builds and builds until eventually you're going to crash to a wall, whether that's a good wall or a bad wall, whatever that yeah. remains to be seen. But like, it's the, the function of repeatedly doing and doing and doing and creating that force is what's going to keep you propelling yeah. into an area that I think will eventually lead you to some form of success. I like the word you used when you said force. I, th I start to think about science. Um, and oh god i forgot his name the physics teacher we had it we don't need to talk about his name but um back in high school i i instantly think of physics um i think the force is something that you hit the nail on the head with right there is it's like you continue to move forward right momentum mm -hmm. is about pushing forward even when there might be obstacles in your way yep. so um and an obstacle in a social circumstance might be you had a shitty conversation or you, you didn't vibe with somebody that you met or you went up to somebody at the bar and you know they didn't really appreciate the way that you had offered to buy them a drink whatever it might be or whatever the social circumstance that you're in doesn't quite matter it's kind of overcoming that hurdle and allowing yourself to move past that that's momentum in my right. opinion in social circumstances yeah um, but let's flip it let's talk a little bit more about maybe in the business setting right we sure. had talked about this quite a bit actually in the past almost kind of like when you're making dials you're making calls i think about it in the sense where like oh you got that rejection you got that denial similar to social circumstances it's almost like you got that one out of the way so now it's you know on to more opportunities out there now you know that that's the one that you don't need right so what's right. your take on that in the business world Absolutely. So, you know, I was talking to a buddy today who just had a great job opportunity open up to him. And we started chatting about this whole, you know, concept of everything happens for a reason or like, you know, you, you never really know where life takes you because it can be really surprising. And one of the things that we started talking about was luck. And he mm -hmm. was like, yeah, I'm so lucky. And I was like, that's an interesting way of saying things, you know, or, or putting, you know, this situation is luck i was like what what does luck mean to you like what mm -hmm. do you mean when you say like i'm so lucky and his his definition of it was like well just being in the right place at the right time or or showing up and kind of doing uh, what i need to do in a moment with the best intentions and then you know good things happen as a result of that and i agree with what he said but when i think about luck i think that there's a key difference in the way that i um you know conceptualize it and this is probably something you've heard before but it's like luck is when preparation meets opportunity right that's like a classic cookie cutter stick it on yeah, a fucking no, bumper sticker right yeah. but but i don't think there aren't a lot of universal truths in my life that i think are really bulletproof but that concept to me is right because if you're prepared regardless of whether or not your opportunity or the outcome is even achievable or it's even something that you can think about at that moment you can't even envision it it's like if you're just prepared always for for as much as you can be when that opportunity presents stuff, you might not even know the opportunity is there, but mm -hmm. it's the fact that you prepared that things will start to fall. And it's that domino effect of like, you know, yeah. all of a sudden you're in a great opportunity able to kind of level up in your life. And in right. this case, it's the business side. So I like to just think of the idea of you should try to create as much luck for yourself as possible. And the sure. way to do that is to prepare, which is, is force. It's, it's, it's momentum. Yeah. It's funny. Um, I had a baseball coach growing up and he, somebody used to say practice makes perfect or somebody had said practice makes perfect and then he snapped and he was like no 
perfect practice makes perfect. Because mm -hmm. if you're practicing imperfectly or the wrong way, then mm -hmm. when the opportunity does present itself for you to capture whatever it is that you want to accomplish, uh, you might be you might be shooting yourself in the foot too. So it's Definitely. almost like you also have to prepare your preparation in a weird way. You so do. it's 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 interesting. I don't know. How do you how do you how can we how can we make that easier to understand? Like preparing your preparation because that's kind of a deep philosophical thought that I feel like can take us down a windy road and get yep. pretty confusing. But do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, it's a feel thing, and and that does not. That's very abstract, and to take a philosophical idea and make it even more philosophical is kind. <laughs> it's kind. That's kind of our niche here. That's, that's like, like that. Whitehorn, mm -hmm. but no. In my opinion, it's it's when it comes down to that stuff, it's a feel thing. And what I mean by that is, in a lot of cases in life, in a lot of situations that you will be presented with, there's kind of a cost benefit analysis, right? That, that everybody's doing, um, whether intentionally or subconsciously, it's going on, it's happening, it's informing the decisions that mm -hmm. you're going to make. What I like to do when all else fails or it seems too complicated is really just dial into the feel. It's like, does this mm -hmm. feel right? Like if I'm practicing, maybe I don't understand the concepts fully. Maybe I'm a novice. Maybe I don't understand all the mechanical parts that it takes in order to do something practice mm -hmm. perfect. But if I'm dialed into my feelings, if I'm swinging a golf club and something just doesn't feel right, I don't need yeah. to be an expert necessarily to understand that what I'm doing is wrong. But if I can feel that, even if I half correct it, that's still better than where I started. So when it comes down to preparing your preparation, that that in a lot of cases just starts with doing what feels right. Like if, mm -hmm. if going to the gym feels like the right thing to do to get your fitness career started and off the ground, get your weight loss goal moving, yeah then that's what you should do. You know, if, right. if feeling like you should go out and be social, you know, even though you've got a big work presentation or a big assignment due, if that just feels right to you, I'm always for going for it and just doing sure. it because chances are your gut is not going to steer you wrong. And even if it does, you're going to learn something from it, I think. Mm -hmm. So that's my take on it. What about you? Definitely. Um, no, I think it's interesting because sometimes I feel like even though my gut might be the thing that's putting me or pointing me in the right direction. I think that sometimes I try to counteract my gut because I have been failed by my gut in the past too. Yeah. So I think that that's the other thing that I start to think about too is, is like, well, I don't want to get into the trap of always being like, I must trust myself because sometimes you need to rely on other people or other information and outside resources other than yourself in order to prepare properly. So I think it's interesting because I think that starting with your gut, starting with your instincts is probably the best place to go. And then broader approach, once you step into that zone of whatever it is that you're doing, then it's maybe take that broader approach to say, okay, how can I tweak what I'm doing right now to actually improve, right? So like, let's say for example, fitness, you wanna lose some weight. Well, what's the first thing you gotta do? Your gut instinct probably tells you, I gotta eat healthier and I gotta start working out, right? Mm -hmm. So boom, that's momentum right there. So you start moving, you start getting your body moving, I mean, physically and I mean, figuratively, you're, you're, the momentum is in play. And then right. from there, it's you're picking up momentum because now you're you're more into fitness and you're more into eating healthy that you're starting to read up on things. You're starting to put people in your social sphere that also do those kinds of things. That's picking up momentum and you know goes on and on and on. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a pretty interesting thing to think about, but I haven't really thought too deeply about how to prepare properly. It's kind of a weird yeah. and it's a tongue twister. But um, I don't know. And let me ask you this. 
here's an interesting thought. How, how do you even define momentum personally? I mean, do you think that, I mean, there's an overarching way for you to define momentum or do you think that momentum is different in different areas of life? Yeah. So this is a really abstract and obscure example, yeah. but I'm going to go with it because I think sure. it, it, it can hit the right, uh, the right mark. So whenever I think of momentum, and I'm having trouble like really conceptualizing it. What does that actually mean? I, I look at my retirement account, mm -hmm. okay? Like your 401k? I look at my 401k and I look at my 401k. I see where this is going. And, and the reason that I look at it is because I think to myself, my investment account is continuing to grow. Now it has some bad days, it has some good days, but at the end of the year, when I get the report in most years, it's positive, it's gone up, okay? To take that a step further, I think about the fact of, okay, what does it take in order to get there? What does it take to make incremental progress that at the end of the year looks like a great right. success, but was really built up over 365 days mm -hmm. of activity? My, my money that sits in that account is always there. It's always showing up. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter what the weather looks like. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know, what kind of things are going on in the geopolitical sphere, what's going on in society, that money sits in that account 24 mm -hmm. hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, it shows up all the time. It doesn't have it doesn't have the luxury of, of consciousness or thought or anything. It just shows up. It's always there. And so when I think about momentum, I think about that. It's like, it's gradually, it's showing up. You can't show up all the time, right? So it's an extreme example, but you show up more often than you don't. You create momentum in that capacity. And then over time, good things are gonna start to happen. You know, when you talk about Newtonian physics, it's like in order to stop an object that is in motion, an equal and opposite force needs to be applied. Mm -hmm. Well, if you spend 365 fucking days pushing a little bit of force into that thing to get it moving, yeah. you're gonna need 365 days of the opposite shit to stop it. Yes. So, yeah. you know, that's what I think about is momentum is it's like that gradual building where it gets to a point, it takes on a life of its own. Yeah, it's My bank account's got a growth. life of its own, bro. Let's go, baby. No, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's that exactly. exponential growth. You're absolutely right. right. It's, it's being able to take what you started with and compound right. that in a way for you to exactly. grow more and more and more so that by the end of that year, you're, you're, you know, you're maximizing your growth. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so back to kind of, so I, in the beginning, I asked you a, kind of a two part question. Sure. It was like, you know, how do you, how do you view momentum in your social life? Mm -hmm. And also how do you, how do you view it in relationship life? I think momentum as an, as a concept is actually most fascinating and most obvious in, in relationships and dating, especially nowadays. So mm -hmm. I'm going to turn the question to you and directly ask you, <clears throat> what do you think, do you think momentum plays into you know, relationships and dating? And if so, what do you think about it in your own life and in your own, sure. you know? Well, I think that's, it's a tough question because I think that momentum in relationships or being successful in dating or successful in relationships comes with how you produce and how you act in other areas of your life, right? Are mm -hmm. you staying in shape? Are you staying healthy? Are you working hard? Are you getting good sleep? All of those things are kind of like when you talk about your 401k are adding into that, de you deposit yes. it, right? I, yes. I deposited a little bit of positive energy from work, right? I Boom, I, I got that contract signed. Boom, I deposit that into the bank. Oh, I hit the run yesterday, I deposit that in the bank. All good stuff that I do for myself day in and day out are going to 
allow others to see me in a positive light. Now, whether that's social, whether that's romantic, whether that's through family, I think all of that is are examples of how momentum plays a factor and is a major factor actually in why people are either successful or not successful in, in dating. Um, yeah. So remind me, your second part of your question was was what exactly regarding what momentum in relationships and, and how it does what? Well, I'm just curious, like, so obviously you're a believer that, that there is momentum that goes into the whole act of becoming successful in that area of your life, right? Like what you're saying, which is a great idea, and I, I do yeah. want to come back to it later, which is the fact that it's momentum oh. in other areas that actually deliver momentum and help inject momentum into the actual area that you're focused on. But what I'm more curious on is if we isolate those other things and we focus on just momentum in dating, like, do you think that it matters? Where do you think it comes from? And what does it actually look like? So. I think mo I think confidence is the output of momentum, right? So like sure. you get momentum, you put, you know, you, you work on whatever it is, you get momentum in, in that area of your life. And then you become more confident because you can see the output and the results and the positive outcomes. And I think that allows people to take it upon themselves to be like, great, well, I've already done this once. Now I can do it again, right? Let's yeah. use like the, the basic example of talking to somebody at the bar, which I don't necessarily think is the best way to pick up chicks, but we'll use it. So <laughs> sure. with that being said, if you're successful at that once, right, that's going to pick up momentum and it's going to boost your self-esteem and confidence to say, why can't I do this again, right? It's like almost like when it rains and pours. I don't know, maybe in the past, you know, when you were a single man, um, you may have noticed that when things are really good and you're talking to one person, you start to notice that other people are starting to pick up your vibe as well too. And mm -hmm. it becomes a lot easier to communicate and date. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of how I see momentum in relationships. It's definitely a tricky subject because I think that a lot of factors play into it and you can easily allow yourself to lose yourself um, if you're not staying strong in those other areas of your life where you're, you are building momentum. But um, you brought up some good points too prior that I want to go back on uh, about the, the Newtonian laws. And um, I want to talk more about that. Um, one thing <clears throat> that I thought was interesting that you had said was that putting 365 days of work in is going to require 365 days of prevention to stop, right? So I, I thought about that in the bank account kind of kind of way. But what, what do you think about this? Do you think it's harder to build momentum? Or is it harder to prevent momentum? I think that it's it's harder to build it. And the reason yeah, I think it's I harder. Too. Yeah. And the reason I think that is because preventing momentum. See, we the, unfortunately, the, maybe not unfortunately, but the life that we live, it's really easy to to stop to sit around mm -hmm. and to do nothing. Yeah. Um, I, th I would say psychologically, you know, some of the greatest benefits of life, you know, improvement to quality of life, improvement to health, people are living longer, they don't have to go out and hunt their food. You know, these are things we've talked about in the past, but because everything's so easy and convenient, it's really easy to stay static and not move. Um, yeah. and that, and that's just looking at it from that angle. But I think momentum is difficult to build up because there's so many distractions and they're, they are masquerading as, um, I don't want to say momentum builders, but they're, they're masquerading as things that benefit you when they're actually momentum killers and they're actually setting yeah. you back, you know, bad habits, eating shitty, things like bad that. Habits. So, yeah. So bad, sure. bad habit. Yeah. I think if we turned it to habits, it's like, it's the, the a better, uh, or another conversation that you can think about is it's like is it easier to form good habits or is it easier to form bad habits and that kind of yeah. answers yeah. itself. 
I think about it too. It's like you know, you got 365 days of of putting money into your retirement account, and then if you wanted, you could just cash it all out and buy a car, right? That, you know, you know, like that would be the probably the easiest way as an example of like stopping momentum, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and another thing too that I wanted to bring up on because I like this retirement account. I didn't expect it to be as no, like this is good. I like this of yeah, an funny. example, but it's yeah. kind of funny. The more you think about it, is like so. What what I mentioned in that 365 is you know. It's not every day isn't a positive isn't a positive. It's not growth. Yes. There are okay. quite a few days of Well that's also depending negatives. on how you define growth, right? Are we talking about growth as in like you're you're gaining more financial security or is it that you've learned a lesson, right? right. Or is momentum one or the other or is it both, you know? Yeah, no, and exactly. And then, you know, there's this other topic of like is it is it timing the game or is it time in the game? And when it comes I have a very you yeah. know, old school approach to like investing in finance. It's like I put my shit there and I don't fucking touch it and I just yeah. let it do its thing. <laughs> like I'm very hands off. Yeah. Um, and the reason, the, the fundamentally why I approach it that way is because that's, that's generally how I view everything and like kind of how mm -hmm. I view life is it's like, you know, it's the long game. When health, it's the long game. In work, in, in social life, it's the long game. You know, like you are going to have to sacrifice and, and, in the short term and bear some really shitty situations that are going to make you question whether you want to play the game at all. But like, yeah. you need to always try to find a way to ground yourself in the fact that it's momentum, you yeah. know, and that constantly gra I mean, gravity is pushing down on us and with that negative force, that negative momentum all the time, but we're still walking around on earth, all yeah. 8 billion of us, you know? So it's like, we live every second of our life with an external force trying to push us down into the same ground that we came out of. 100%. So if you can wrap yourself up in the idea that like it's you need to be having some resistance and you need to show up to kind of push against that negative force, it's like that's going to open your world up to so many different things because you're in it for the long game now. It's not We're not playing yeah. a short game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. <clears throat> I was also thinking about too um, when your buddy had talked about luck. And yeah. why you thought it was it was funny? I thought that was a really good point, um, because it's almost like you had said you know being in the right place at the right time. Um, mm -hmm. was, what, how did you describe it? Can you re can you remind me? You yeah, right so place, right time. Something. Yeah, he, yeah, exactly. It was like I just happened to be in in the right place at at a time that was advantageous to me because I didn't fuck up enough to okay. to, to remove myself. Like the opportunity was still there because I didn't do enough things poorly. Right, right, right. You know I mean? so do you feel like there's areas in both do, and I'm sure there's probably a lot of people listening that feel the same way, where momentum is something that could be adjusted, or that where there could be more momentum. Yeah, I think. I mean, shit. That's the fucking everything. <laughs> that that's the short everything, of it. Yeah, but I mean, wh but, how about let's do this? Let's take it more broad. Where do you think most people lose momentum? Do you think? I mean, I think of sleep. Right. I think about yeah. how many times people get shitty sleep a week. You know, f oh, I went out. I only got four hours of sleep right here. Six hours right there. Oh, boom. I got four hours. I got eight hours in a row um, for three days straight. But then I got two hours like, you know, you're losing that momentum when you're not staying consistent with your sleep either. You know what? You know what? I th you know, that's a great. I'm glad you prodded me a little bit more because now I have a definitive answer on that. I think that the area that people lose the most amount of momentum on is time. I yeah. think people and to go even you know a little bit more granular it's like time management and, and or, or time understanding you know so often in everybody's day they're like oh, i don't have time for that or that time takes awareness. too much time yeah it's mm -hmm. like 
you have so much time. It's actually it upsetting. Yeah, it's yeah. upsetting. It's like put your let let your phone die for a day, mm-hmm. assuming that you can get your work done or your schoolwork on you know without a phone, without being connected to the internet. Yeah. It's like if you can remove just even that distraction, watch how much time you will be bored. You'll be sitting mm-hmm. there looking at the fucking wall. Like I have, <laughs> I am bored. If you're bored, then you are not, then you have doing time enough. that can be spent. Right. You have time that can be spent doing other things. So I just think like time awareness is a great way that you put it. That to me is the thing that people lose the most momentum on. And once you catch it and you start to build it, yeah, you're like, all of a sudden that yep. laundry got done quicker. All of a sudden uh-huh. I got to the gym a few more days or I'm eating a little bit healthier because I'm actually prepping my food rather than ordering it. So yes. time awareness. I do that's like that's food. my take. So I mean, yeah, it's great. Every once in a while, but it's moderation. Yeah. It's, moderation. It's, it's, yeah, it's moderation. I I momentumly can you momentumly do something? Is that even a word? You can't momentumly do what I, what's like a is there like a, a longer form of momentum? No, but there's a great word. Credit to Joe Linta, TJ for listening. You know, you, you you heard this growing up your whole life. You probably still hear it. Alacrity. Mm-hmm. Alacrity. <laughs> Look, up, let me let me just read. Let me just read the Webster dictionary I term. Heard that for vocabulary word in so long. Alacrity. Joe Linton, so Yale grad. He's got that beautiful SAT vocabulary. Brisk and cheerful readiness. Huge. I think that's that, where we should probably leave us. Yeah. Yeah. Take, take your alacrity and go do something with it today. Dylan, appreciate having you here on the podcast. I don't need to tell you where to listen to us. Just go find us online. Search us. T-shirts coming soon. What did I say? Merch? I don't know. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening in. Have a great day. Whitehorn out.